Did you vote for your game of the year on um, the Game Awards? No. Oh, I did. Last of Us 2. Had to, man. I just think that. I'm going to go play that again. Oh, I, I, need think to, I'm gonna... I need to finish it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the We Don't Grow podcast with me, Ant. And I'm here again with Dave. Hello. And this is our first podcast since we both took ownership of PlayStation 5. The new generation starts now. Yep. Yeah. Well, I started a week before when Xbox went, but yeah. Well, did it really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. It, it starts when arrogant Sony says it starts. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, that, you know, that's what, harsh, what, that's harsh. You know, when um, they came out and they said, um, we, I think it was is it Jim Ryan, I don't know if that's his right name, who works for Sony, and he says, this is our best launch mm. um, lineup ever. And I was like, oh, he's talking a bit of bollocks there, eh? Spider-Man, Sackboy, and Astrobot, and... The more I see a Sackboy, the more I'm desperate to play it. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man is... Yeah, we're going to go into in-depth in that in a minute, but that's yep. a bit special. And Astrobot is possibly the best built-in game ever. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Where, where do you I want to start? Possibly, because everyone's got their own opinion, but for me... I mean, I can't think what Nintendo have ever done built-in. You probably just shoot me down straight away, like Mario All-Stars or something, but... <laughs> But to show off the capabilities as well of a new controller, it's up there with um, Wii Sports easily. Well, Wii Sports is my go-to answer. It wasn't built into yeah. the console, but it's packed in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, though. Like mm. it, it was free with the system, wasn't it, to show off what you can do, the potential. And, and Astro Playroom, is uh, that's up there with that. It's very good. Well, let's start with the console, though. Yeah. So you, take you don't the like the looks of it, do you? Well, yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. I got it. I unpacked it. I thought, I'm just going to see if it fits where I want it to go, knowing that it wouldn't, and it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I had the digital one, I, there'd be, it'd be slim enough to fit. Yes. Yeah. So, which annoys me a lot. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I don't know if I've got a dodgy one, but it's not as quiet as I thought it would be. Mine's dead silent. Can you the hear discs... it? No. The disc spins every, I think it's 20 minutes, but they've said that's a bug they're working on patching out with another firmware. But, my, I, you know, like if we just went like this now, that's what mine's like. You cannot hear it at all. I can hear mine all the time. No. Yeah, I'd say that's probably a defected unit or something because mine, I'm not joking, and it's silent. That's... If I pause a game and I just sit there, you cannot hear it. You don't even hear like a little... Nothing, but mine is standing up at the side of the TV unit, um, so it's probably just well ventilated. I'm not saying yours isn't, but mine's just got like a foot either side of it, half a foot either side of it. Well, mine's in the same position. It's stood next to the telly. Yeah. Doesn't sound yeah. like it's as well Oh, so that's really fine. Yeah, it makes or noise. Is it getting heat off the TV? I don't know. Does that, yeah, it does makes that noise as soon as you turn it on. It doesn't get noisy. It's, it's noisy from the off. Not noisy. Well, you but... hear it whirl, whirl up a little bit, but then that's it. It just it just goes quiet, except for like when that disc spins around every twenty minutes. Because I thought, oh, it's a license check or something. You know, like the um, license check they do sometimes online. Mm. Is it DRM? But someone said no, it's a bug, and somebody says like they're working on it um, in a firmware or something. Well, okay. Well, that was my first gripe. That mine, yeah. and it sounds like it is just mine, or maybe a handful. There, not... I think there is some defected units, some like fact there is a bit of a failure rate with the PS5. I'm not saying it's like any detrimental, but I think there is a few issues with them. 
Mm. Well, as long as it doesn't break, it's not noisy enough to annoy me. But it's annoying because I know it should be silent. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Um, right. The other, my other issue is it is too big and ugly. It's really hideous. I'm not going to moan about the big part because it is big. And sometimes I look at it, but as they get closer, I think, yeah, it's too big. But I, I really like the look of it. I don't know. Every time I look at it, I think it just looks high tech. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I know some people will think, oh, what is he on about? He's such a fanboy. But it's not. It's just, it looks, I think, but like we had a new hub the other day from Virgin, and mm. it's just a block with a light, a lead light around the top, and it's just ugly. And now some people go, yeah, but it's, it's, is it aesthetically pre- pleasing? What mm. I would say, like, it's just, that it serves its purpose. But I look at that and I think, I just, yeah, I like it. That's not to say you're wrong, mm. obviously, but I just like it. I don't. It's not better than the PS4, though. I think the, the launch PS4 is just the most beautiful console I've ever made. It's nice. It's really good. Yeah, I love those diagonal light, you know, like the cuts, so it looks like a kind of Did you like... Toblerone. It does, yeah. Yeah. Did you like PlayStation 2's look? Because everyone loves that. Yeah, PlayStation 2 is... A st- it's a stunner, isn't it? Um, no. The PS3... <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, the no. PS3's... The PS3 I had the original one, which I think it was slightly see from the top, but mine died, and I was gutted about that. I wish I'd have stopped using it and just bought Slim earlier, but mm. um, mine died, so I've got a Slim. But the PS3 that was a that was a, a it was a chunky big boy, but it was the original models a beautiful thing as well. But that's my favourite PlayStation. Yeah, the PS2 I did like that a lot. I thought that was a nice looking console no, at the time. Weird. You have to remember when it came out. Yeah, it's like. I bet you like the GameCube, but I think the GameCube was disgusting with a handle on the back. Oh. It's a bit too cutesy, the GameCube. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's what a good way to describe it, yeah. To be honest, until the PlayStation 3, I hadn't really thought much about how a console looks. No, nor did I really, to be fair. I was never like, you know, and they're like, show us the box, show us the box. I'm like, no, show us the game, show us the game. <laughs> <That was laughs> I, always, I always wanted to see the box because I wanted to see yeah. what I was going to be looking at. But, yeah. Um, well, how it looked didn't really bother me. I just curious to know what it looked like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was a bit excited to see like the design of the PS4, but not overseeing games. Do you know what I mean and stuff mm. like that? That it never fussed me that much. But, but normally, a console is black and it fits yes. under your TV comfortably. Yeah. This this is too big to go under my TV. Yeah. And it's making quite the statement. <laughs> I think if it was black, though, this is anything my thinking could be wrong. I think Sony was thinking, if it's black, those curves are wasted. You won't see them. So I think they went for that different colour aesthetic, like mm. palette, sorry. So you can see the curves in the console, which a lot of people aren't bothered about. But I understand why they did it, because mm. you wouldn't spot them as much in black. But they're definitely going to release an all-black version at some point. Limited edition or special edition when God of War comes out. or They don't need just... to. They can just release new no, yeah, yeah. side panels. Play. Yeah, they will do that, but 100% they're going to release different coloured consoles as well, because they've already said they're going to start releasing different coloured pads, is it next year or something like that? Oh, I can't wait for the new different coloured no, pads. No, no, mate. So my, what do you actually, think? Go on. Go on, sorry. I was just going to say, on that topic, my mate texted me yesterday and said the rubber started peeling off in his pad. Oh, and already? I said to him, yeah, well, oh, can I just, just tell you a couple of things about that? So my mate said... That and I says to him, "Well, just get in contact. I give him this free phone number to phone Sony, and I says, and that will get you um, a what do you call it? That'll, that'll just replace your pad." Yeah. Then he messaged me again. He says, "Dave, have you got FIFA?" I says, "Yeah, I've got FIFA." He says, "I think my R2 and L2 buttons are broke." I says, "Why?" He says, "When I'm trying to sprint or do the tricks, the buttons I'm having to really squeeze them." And I went, "Yeah." 
<laughs> and he says, so there's something wrong. Does yours that? I says, no, because I changed my buttons to the Pez buttons. And so he said, um, I says to him, you haven't played Astro's Playroom, have you? And he went, no. And I says, well, if you play that, which will take you like half an hour to have a bit of fun on it, it'll teach you about what they've done with the buttons, the resistance triggers. Mm-hmm. So explain that to him about in FIFA, when you're sprinting, and if you're tired, you have to press it harder to get the sprint going. That's good. Yeah, and... Um, he went, oh, that's class, that is. I never knew about that. I said, just play the bloody playroom. We'll actually read <laughs> some info about the touchpad. How is he, he, how he, built in it. How has he, like, on it and got a PlayStation 5 and doesn't know anything about I'm just it? i he got one when somebody could have had one who would have appreciated it more. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hell. Yeah. Oh, I can't oh the colour. What do you think of the colour? The black and the... White. It's very. Uh, what's the word, Antoine? It's kind of like too. Is it a contrast? Con- very contrast, isn't it? Yeah, contrasting. That's it. But um, I do like it, mate. My missus isn't keen on it when she came in when it arrived. <laughs> she went, Is that it? <laughs> I was like, Well, it's the only new piece of furniture in the room. <laughs> oh, mate. One more thing. Did you hear about that story online? This bloke bought one, put it in his house, and he told his missus it was an air filter. And she was like, oh, it's a bit big. And then she found out and made him sell it. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, yeah. There's some cracking stories going around there. <laughs> well, back to the colour. Because if it was black and white, I'd like it. But it's like, it's almost that 90s PC colour. The white or mm. the black. It's not white, white. If it was like a bright white, it had a sheen to it. Yeah, it's like that matte white that they do, that everyone went mad for in the cars. Hmm. Yeah. But it's but it's not white. It's like yeah, it's the yeah, like matte white. It's like it's like like off white, almost like a oh, I don't know. It's not well, pretty. How, I love that. I mean, like I love the fact it's got those little squares and X's on the inside. Uh, yes, you know, in, that's a nice little uh, touch. And on the touchpad, when you, when you got the grip and you can just feel them, like is it etched in a bit? I think that's just really really nice. Like. Mm. Look, I don't know what they would have paid, how much that would have cut up the cost of production instead of having it smooth. It's, I'm probably talking sense if that, but I just think it's a nice touch, mm. and it just feels like Sony are doing it, bit, becoming a bit like a, more Nintendo-ish in that they're embracing the history of PlayStation and nostalgia, especially with Astro's Playroom. And I just think, yeah, it's, what is it, 25, 26 years now of PlayStation? Mm. Well, let's and let's the, talk. Uh, let's talk about the pad and Astro Bot because they're yeah. entwined. Yes. Is that your first game? Yes, played it. I had to play that first because me and you spoke about it and you mentioned it and I was like, oh yeah, you reminded me. And honestly, it's it's cute. <laughs> it's going to like a right big softy on, I know, but like, it's it's cute. It's adorable. The music in it's brilliant, especially that GPU level. That song is an absolute banger. I want to buy that on iTunes. <laughs> um, and the, the, the way you can play the game, you know, different controls. I mean, I thought, oh, that monkey level looks a bit crap, you know, when he tried to climb, but it was brilliant. Mm. Look, when you tried to do it in the in the speed runs and you're constantly moving up, and I thought it just feels so naturally just brilliant. Abs. Get them making a new Apescape or a full version of that Astro Playroom because the characters are brilliant. And the little Easter eggs throughout it, oh, my God. I must have took 30-odd pictures <laughs> of each, each like, uh, reenactment they're doing of a PlayStation game. Yeah, I mean, it is a celebration of... PlayStation's yes. history, yeah. little weird. I mean, you find treasures that are based around obscure yeah. little PlayStation artifacts, things yeah. I've totally forgotten, like the PS Vita TV, mm. uh, all the different yeah. consoles, I forgot the different about models. Some of the stuff. Did you? Yeah, I still don't know what some of them are. What yeah, was the that little for the player PSP. ball? 
Yeah, the mic for the PSP. The playable little tiny device. The white one. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, um, what was those games that used to get the pets and try and keep them alive? Yeah, Tamagotchis. It was like that, but it was for Ridge Racer and stuff. And I think you could do some stuff on it in your garage and then plug it into the PS1 and upload, like, um, new settings and stuff. I could be wrong, but it was something like that. Mm, I I didn't know what that was at all. Yeah. But, yeah, and and it showed, like you said, it was really cute. I mean, it was... It was like all the different collectibles from like a Smash Bros. Yeah. Delivered in like a Nintendo style platformer. Yeah. I mean, um, it wasn't tough, but it it was fun. But it was, but there was little sections which were quite tricky, is what I should say. It wasn't tough. It was. No. It was enjoyable. That's what it was. Yeah. You yeah. didn't get bored. It didn't recycle too no. many things. I mean, it really was Nintendo's playbook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had new ideas, and then they just. Got rid of it quickly before you could get bored of it, mm. and onto the next one. And it all takes place inside the PlayStation, <laughs> yeah. which is Absolutely. a brilliant idea. Yeah. It comes built yeah. in, and it's inside the PlayStation. The game is yeah. very clever. Like that bit when you go when you're on the beach and you go in, it's the fan blowing all the dust back out. And I was like, yeah. oh, so cool. <laughs> I mean, some of the effects in it were brilliant. Like the water effects look fantastic, and you're playing it in 4K as well. I was like, oh my mm. god, this looks. And it's 60 frames per second, isn't it, that? Yeah. No, I'm not one for noticing that stuff. I've always said that. I always put my hands up. I don't see screen and tearing. And I do see big drops in frame rates, but I could never really tell. But I found out now the reason I could never really see the difference between 30 and 60 is because my old TV couldn't oh, really right. run 60 properly. So, so now, you can see it now. Yeah, so now I can see it properly. And don't get me wrong, it's not like, to me, it doesn't make a major difference to how the game plays like, but I can I can see how much smoother and quicker it is. Mm-hmm. It's a gorgeous game. Yeah. And, I mean, the biggest compliment I can give it is that it wouldn't feel out of place on the Nintendo console. No. If no. Nintendo yeah. put their name on it, I'd be like, yeah, I believe Nintendo made this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like when I always said about um, Tearaway. I know, like, it wasn't um, a, a great seller for Sony, but I always said about it, if Nintendo had made that, they'd have gone absolutely nuts. Mm. Everyone would have been because it had so many brilliant ideas and it used the features of the Vita so well. And it was just a shame that really the Vita kind of bombed the mm. way it did. It didn't really bomb, but it never... A lot no, of people bomb, had it. it. Yeah, that is wrong of me to say that because it didn't bomb, did it? I think it sold a millions, but it just... People weren't buying games for it and it just didn't... I suppose if the indie scene had been a bit like it is now, like tons and tons of games, it probably mm. would have been better. Because look at Nintendo Switch; yeah. that's just flying, and, and a lot of it's down to the indie scene. Because Nintendo aren't really, even though they're really they're not making DS games anymore, they're focusing just on the Switch. Then they're, they're not really banging the games, out, are they? Not, not loads, to be no. honest. No, you think they'd be releasing two, three a year, wouldn't you? I mean, Sony managed to release two a year, and Microsoft, even though they, yeah, they still do, it, don't they? I think they're doing that. I think you might just games you might have gone on the radar, but they are they are doing two or three a year, easy. What what, what was the release this year? This year was Paper Mario and the Origami King. Mm. Uh, don't get remasters, so don't forget pick me. That's no, I wasn't getting. I'm trying to think of something else, but no, I it don't wasn't. Don't want like a remaster if it's like say a Demon Souls, which is a complete rebuild. I think that's fair enough. But when it's kind of like, you know what they did with Resident Evil on the PS. Four when they just upscaled it in resolution mm. and that. Yeah, it's not a remaster, is it? What do they call it? What do they used to a call remake. that? The H- remake. No mm. HD version, wasn't it, or something like that? 
What did they used to call them? Did they uh, call them remakes? Remakes are like Demon Souls remaster. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, this year was also was it this year was Luigi? No, that was last year, wasn't it? No, that was last year. That was that was a great game as well. That was a uh, really good game. Was Mario Maker two this year? I don't think that was. You know, I think that was last year. You were struggling? And you po- haven't Pokemon? <laughs> was Pokemon this year? I couldn't tell. Yeah, possibly, possibly early. I don't know because. Anyway, we're going off topic. Here we are. <laughs> we were talking about Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, we were talking Nintendo for some reason. But yeah, um, Astro Playroom's just brilliant. It's just really good. And the way it uses the pad in different ways. Mm. Let's talk about the pad then. Because Sorry. It, is, it is the it's, the it's the most next-gen thing about the whole shebang. Yeah, yeah. Feels great. It. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is the resistance on the triggers. Triggers, yeah. Where it just... Yeah. I don't know how, but it just pushes back yeah. to make it harder to pull when there's like resistance on the screen. It just makes me wonder how that touchpad like is only like five or ten pounds more expensive than the old PS4 pad because it just seems to have tons more quality built in, and it just feels like a much better build quality. I mean, like I'm not talking like you know when you buy a second, not second, like the third party touchpads, and you think oh you can tell it's a bit flimsy compared to the official. This mm. feels like an Apple product almost. In, do you know what I mean? Like, I always feel like when you get an Apple product, you look at it and you think, oh, God, you can see where the money is in it. And yeah. that's, with the sound, with that new P, um, dual sense, you look at it and you think, Jesus, that must have been expensive to, to develop or make. Yeah. But I think the the PS4 pads were overpriced. Yeah. I think that's they could have sold like those at 30 quid and still made yeah. good money. But what were the 45, were they? Uh, I think they were settled around the 40 mark. Was it 50? It could have been 50, especially when the, the new colours started coming out. Yeah, what are, they, what are the PlayStation 5 pads selling at? I think they're 50, 60 quid. Yeah. But they will come down, won't they? It's just a launch because it's just so I, hard to get hold of at the moment. I don't know if they will come down. The white ones might <laughs> when the new colours mm. come out. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, because the white one's nice. It is a proper white on the pad. It's not like this, it isn't the same colour as the console. I think the back bit is, isn't it? Not sure. I haven't looked at it in no. that much detail. But yeah. Well, so what else does the pad do? It's got the, the haptic feedback, which is very nice. Didn't really notice it too much when playing. I'm guessing that's more like a subconscious level that you're detecting that. I noticed it in a lot of the cutscenes in Spider-Man, 100%. But um, not really, like you say, when you play. I've never been one to notice the rumbling. But I probably will when we're playing something like um, Gran Turismo or... You know, something like that. Mm. But um, I think if I don't you really... notice it too much, it's, yes, it's probably overstating its, overstating yeah. its presence. It was nice in Spider Man in the cutscenes because, like, it, it, play, like when you're on the train at the beginning, you can feel that, doof, 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 doof. and I thought that's not really clever. And then when the bus drives past and it rumbles across the pad, I thought it's really, really yeah, clever. From left to right. Like my mate who plays just FIFA and Call of Duty, he's not going to get any of those special. Kind no. of, he's just going to be like, it's a touch control. I'm like, mm, yeah, but it does a bit more than that. Well, it might, on Call of Duty, they might introduce some interesting stuff with the guns. I don't think you will when you're playing like a multiplayer online game because you're so focused on the screen, aren't you? I don't think you'd notice that kind of thing. Yeah, you probably, well, that is true because I think my son was playing Fortnite on my um, PS5 and he was moaning, saying, oh, your touchpad's broke already. And I says, why? And he says, I can't shoot the heavy machine guns so you have to pull the trigger harder because they've done that before, <laughs> I think with the resistance yeah so they'll probably be able to do something like that yeah 
and I bet all the reloading the gun sounds will come straight out the pad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, which is nice. I like those little bits. From yeah, the pad. yeah I didn't notice those straight away because I always had the the headphones on. Yeah. So I didn't notice the little. Did you get the new headphones? I did get the new headphones. Are they good? They're very good. I mean, mm. I, I can only compare them. I spent £100 on those instead of the same bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they're only, I think they're only 80 or 90 A bit cheaper than a sound bar. I thought they were they get their 3D sound. No, they're not 100 Oh, Grolsch was saying they're brilliant. So I might get my, treat myself to a pair. Mm. Oh, good. I haven't even yeah. used them wirelessly yet. No. No, I was desperate to just get him in and play Spider-Man, so I, uh, the wire was there. I thought, I'm not yeah. going to faff about with the wireless dongle thing. I'm just going to plug the wire straight into the pad and away we go. Yeah. yeah. And I still haven't bothered to figure out how to do it any other way. But yeah, yeah it's, it's all very good. Very good packaging. When you unbox it, it again, comparing it to Apple, <laughs> yeah. it's like unboxing an Apple product. It's just nice. Yeah. And I thought it would be because I remember unboxing the uh, 3D VR set. Yeah. And that oh, was God, really yeah. swish. Yeah, it was that... very, um, almost like, you know, when you see these people get these special invitations on, you know, when they get the special boxes for a review. Yeah. And it's got like a cup and stuff and you think, God, I wish they sold them. And it was almost like that, like, like you were invited to a special event. It was so packed away, so smartly. And it didn't, yeah. wasn't much in the box really, was there? No, not really. It was just really neat. It's huge, Al. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <it's> just... <laughs> yeah, but um, I wouldn't say, um, like, I'm totally smitten with it like I was when the PS4 came out, but I am very, very impressed with it. There's a couple of disappointing things. If, do you want me to, is that right, sir? Yeah, go for it. Right, I'm not quite overly keen on the way they've changed the trophies. Like, um, I used to like the way it was listed vertically. And now they're kind of like, um, is it horizontally now? Like little cards across. I like the fact you can change to not earned and stuff like that. That's nice. Change I like to doing what? That. You can change it so the order of them, so you can put it on not earned and have a look what you haven't turned on there. Oh, okay. I like that. But um, I don't think I've looked at the trophies. <laughs> this is all no. news to me. Um, and then you can check the hours you're playing, but it doesn't show you some of the hours for some of the games. Like Gone Home is at the top of my list. I'm like, yeah, I played that for half an hour, I think, finished it and, turned, and never went back. Mm. But then I can't find Drive Club on my list for some reason. I'm really keen to see how many hours I've put into that. And I, maybe I'll have another look through, but maybe, maybe I've not seen it or it was just a case of uploading it. But um, mm. yeah, I like little things like that. But I wasn't overly keen. Like I said, the trophy list has done my head in a little bit. I'm not keen on the way they've changed that. Um, there was something else. It'll come back to me. Interacting with it in general has felt a little bit strange. Yes. It took me, yes. I had to Google how to turn it off. Yeah. Did you? And No, 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 I figured it out. But I don't like the fact that I had to go into the settings to change it so when it's in rest mode, it charges the pad. I was like, why is my pad not charging? Yeah. I was going back on. I was like, that should be something that's automatically set, surely. Well, you, but then I, I get it. I get it because it's, it's there, you know, power savings and all that, isn't it? Yeah, there's three levels and there's a custom level. I think I've customed mine. So mine yeah. will download things automatically. It won't charge the pads. I don't charge my pad through the console. Don't you? No. Um, I guess you, because you charge your pad through the console, haven't had to update your pad. I had to update my pad on the first day. Mm, but I've done it two times since. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yours would just be automatic. Oh, but yeah, I've had to plug mine in a couple of times, which is a bit of a nuisance when you don't <laughs> plug it in regularly. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. 
Um, I had a couple of crashes too while playing Spider-Man. Mm. Just froze, cut out. But okay, start that again. Uh, yeah, I'll, I've been fortunate. I haven't had anything yet. Um, no crashes, nothing like that. No. Uh, what else? I do like, and you won't even probably have come across this, you can set the whole console to automatically invert the Y-axis on all games. Yeah, I did hear about that. And oh, and nice. automatically put subtitles on all games, can't you? Yeah, which I haven't got. I don't... When you say invert, does that mean so up is down and down is up? Yes. Up is I can't think down, what yeah. I prefer. I can never remember until I start playing a game. <laughs> you probably like it normally then. Do you ever have to go and change it? I couldn't tell you. I just start <laughs> again. If it feels weird, I, I change it. <laughs> I guess and usually in, when I change it, I start playing the way I could have played with it originally. Yeah, weird yeah. like that. I remember one of the Zelda games, you couldn't change it, and it messed me up for months. Yeah. It took me ages to adapt to it, and then it took me ages to get back to how I... I think it depends on the game, because when I play aeroplane, you know, like Sims and that, mm. up should be down and down should be up, but I always think when I play first-person shooters, up should be up and down should be down. No, I, can't, I think that's I how can't. my brain works. I can't I, think. I'd have to yeah. play one. Yeah, I just can't bend my head to, to deal with that. If yeah. I'm do, if I'm doing like a point and click, then I'm moving a cursor around. Then I want up to be up and down to be down. Mm. But in a first person shooter, the up and down must be re- reversed. <laughs> yeah. But left and right, which uses the same logic when you think about it. Yeah. That I keep that as left and right. Well, yeah, so, of course. But yeah, but I guess that makes sense with the aeroplane analogy. Because that would be left and right, wouldn't it? It left's left in the plane, isn't it? Yeah. God, it's weird how that... Because your... I never gave too much thought about the left and the right. <sighs> but left and right in a first-person shooter, I've always argued that it's like pointing a camera. If you want to point a yeah. camera up, you pull the back of it down by yeah. down. But the same goes for left and right. You'd push the camera back to left the left or right. to look yeah. to the right. No, I get what you're saying there, but I just my brain doesn't work like that because I look at it as though it's my head looking around. Mm. So when I look left, I look left. When I look right, I look right. Yeah. Now, in a third-person game, I expect that. If I, if I press left, I expect the camera to go right, and if I press right, I expect the camera to go left. Really? Yeah, oh, in yeah. a third-person so game, work. Yeah. That would work, Cause, wouldn't it? Because, like, that's where I see the camera, like you said. Yeah. That's how I expect the camera to work, because it's someone's operate. I'm operating the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally, dude. Totally, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's talk Spider-Man. Yeah. It ended very quick, didn't it? We both finished it, by the way. We're going to talk... Should we talk spoilers? No, let's not talk spoilers. It's quite early. Yeah. Don't talk spoilers. Don't talk spoilers. No spoilers. No. Um, I don't. For me, it didn't because I was doing everything. I hundred percented it before I finished the story. Like oh, I was on ninety eight percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really, 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 really enjoyed it. Uh, well, I say hundred percented it. You can't hundred percent until you finish the story. I was on about ninety eight percent when I finished the story. Hmm. But um, yeah, I I, I I loved it. I thought the story, um, the story beats it were brilliant. Yeah, it played very similar to Spider Man from a couple of years back in the 100% it was definitely going to be some sort of DLC but they said pushed it for the PS5 launch as well mm. but um, you'd have to be really harsh to say that it 
it's a short game because clocking to get where I got to, it took me 19 hours to 100% the game. Um, so, yeah, 19 hours is pretty decent for it. For, um, I know some people go, well, it's £50, but <laughs> I still think 19 hours is a good run time for a video game. That is and good. Yeah, I, nice... I found the side missions and extra stuff, whether it didn't push itself on me enough, yeah. well, I say enough, but I just seemed to mainline it. I did a couple yeah. of missions, but just mainlined it. I think in the back of my head, I knew it was quite short. Mm. So I didn't want to just do that. I wanted to kind of build him up a bit before it all. But um, I, like I say, mate, I, I thought the story beats were brilliant. I thought Miles is just fan, a fantastic character. And I, I like the way in the story, is this classed as a spoiler? I don't think it's classed as a spoiler because like, he's only in it at the beginning, isn't he? But Peter Parker was such a good mentor to him and it was just really nice. The mm. way it starts and he makes that mistake and he's like, don't worry about it. He says, you know, like I knew he knew he was going to say it, but he, when he said um, I had to do it for like 15, 18 years or something like that, he says on my own, how many mistakes do you think I had? I didn't have anyone to look after me, so don't worry about it. I thought it was really nice the way they did it. Yeah. It's quite um, like, what's the word? It doesn't, it's not going to make you cry, but it, it really does go for the heartstrings at points. And I, I love the kind of way they built the built up the relationship with him and his mother. I thought that was really nice, especially that was towards really the end. Good. Yeah, yeah. The good. relationships were all good. The characters were all very well formed. Yeah, I boss just... fights were very good as well. And I'm kind of gone off the story there, but I thought the boss fights were really good. Didn't it? Uh... Not for you. I, I really enjoyed the boss. The only one I didn't like was the one in the um, one of the side mission ones when you fight Falcon. I didn't enjoy that, but. I don't Apart think I fought really Falcon. Did I fight Falcon? No, that's a side mission when you're doing all the um, you know, the combat challenges and that. Oh, no, I didn't do that. No, it, I preferred the first Spider-Man. Mm. Did you? Uh, I can't, re- I can't remember it that well, like all the story in that. But I think off the top of my head, I actually preferred Miles Morales. Mm. Spider-Man was brilliant but I actually preferred this I just thought the story was really good and it's contained it's like, like how short it is and, that, and that, mm. that's fine with me that is anything else you want to add on the PlayStation 5 first impressions no not really um, have you no, used I'm... it to watch uh, oh. Netflix and things like that no because my TV's got all that built in now I won't use the PS5 for anything like that now yeah, I use Apple TV, but I just wondered how it was like, like as an interaction thing. You could probably get some streaming apps on the PlayStation that you can't get on your normal telly. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Uh, Disney Plus? You can get that on your normal telly, can't you? And I bet you can't. It's quite new, isn't it? Mm. But you don't do Disney Plus. No, half the stuff on there wouldn't interest me where I've seen it. Yeah, very true. There's only the Mandalorian that I actually fancy watching, but I'm not desperate to see it. Like, mm. not really. I'm not. I used to love Star Wars, but I just don't really. I'm like, mm. yeah, I'll watch it if it was on TV, but I'm not going to pay for a service just to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably, you know, what I'd probably do when it's three or four seasons, probably rent it then and then for a month. Yeah. And then just cancel my subscription once I've seen what I want to see. Yeah, it's a good idea. I'm looking forward to that new Pixar movie on Christmas Day. Oh, Soul. Yeah, yeah Soul. very good, doesn't it, that? Mm. Looks a bit like um, Inside Out vibes. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to that. In, 
be interesting to see if that's any good. Yeah. The only one I'd, I'd actually sub to at the moment, but it's never going to come out of here, is that HBO Max? Oh, I'd, I'd pa- jump on that straight away. Yeah, I just straight away, I'd just say, yeah, take my 10 quid a month. Yeah, even if I'm not using it, have that. Because I just think they make so much good stuff. I guess most of that you can get on the Sky service. Yeah, Sky Atlantic you can, yeah. If you've got Sky Atlantic, all the shows come on, and that's why we won't get HBO Max over here. But them saying it's not doing as well as them hoping, well, no shit, you, you're not releasing it worldwide. What's that, HBO Max? Uh, yeah, it's like on your in like so many countries at the moment. Well, release it in the UK and, and stop doing that deal with Sky, and you'll probably see loads of people flock to it. Mm. And Sky would be not too pleased. Of course not, but... Sky need to improve their streaming. Yeah. Uh, we um, rented it for a very brief moment to um, watch the last season of Game of Thrones. And the quality was terrible. It yeah, uses a different com- yeah, it uses a different compression technology or something. I was reading about it online. It wasn't just like me... Um, being harsh and it. it is different the way it compresses the files mm. I mean, it just it just looks awful when it puts it up on the screen yeah so it's lagging behind prime <sighs> netflix and disney plus yeah it's just not as not as pretty probably why it's not taking off and it's mega expensive eh? yeah yeah sky is still ridiculously expensive yeah i wouldn't pay for it no i might rent um, wonder woman when it comes on tv and middle of December to watch with the kids and that but yeah even that it's free on HBO Max isn't it in America that Wonder Woman yeah they're releasing Warner Brothers have said from 2021 all the films that they're releasing in the cinema will be released on HBO Max that's a good deal for four weeks for free and then obviously they'll stop or come off HBO Max and I just thought wow yeah I suppose you could use a um what do you call it? That device where you make your make the internet think all your devices are in another country. Yeah, yeah, like a VPN or something. That's like it, that, a VPN. It? Yeah. And you could download HBO Max on the PlayStation, mm. and then that's not a bad idea, is it actually? Yeah, and then just watch it. Google Chrome or something like that. Well, that's built into my TV, isn't it? Chrome. Mm, yeah. Mm. Is it? I don't know. I think it yeah. is. I don't know. You tell he's a couple of years newer than mine. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll look into that. Mm. The VPN costs money every month as well. <sighs> but then you'd Does have it? American Netflix too. Why is there different stuff on that one? Oh, yeah. Hugely. They've got mm. different um, licensing agreements in different parts of the world. Mad either. That. It just drives me mad. <laughs> it's frustrating, isn't it? I mean, all the Netflix yeah. originals, they're at Netflix originals all over the place. Although saying that, I don't know if they are. Because things like, um, what's that? Is it called Good Good Wives? Good Girls? Good Girls. Yeah. That's Netflix original here, but it's actually made by ABC. So that's mm. probably streamed on a different service in America. Probably, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's all our impressions, I think, on the PlayStation, on yeah. Spider-Man, and on Astro Bot. Have you played anything else? Because I haven't. No. 
I'm, uh, once I've got the platinum on Spider-Man, I'm going to move on to Bug Snacks. I did buy Control Ultimate Edition on the PS4, mm. and obviously I'll play that on the PS5, and I'll get the upgrade for the PS5 version as well for free when that releases. But that will probably be my next game after Bug Snacks. Yeah. I'll try Bug Snacks. Yeah, I think it looks really good. Have you um, set your VR up on it? No. Because our dongles came, didn't they? Our little adapters. Yeah. So yeah. Free from Sony. But yeah, I haven't set mine. I haven't even looked at it. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Have you even touched your PlayStation 4 since the PS5 nope. arrived? No. Oh, well, I did want just to switch it on to transfer the save files, but that's it. Mm. And I think, you know what? I was thinking because it's backwards compatible, um, it's kind of put me off. I'm actually tempted to um, put the PS4 upstairs now. What? And retire Storage. the PS3 to the loft. Yeah. Mm. No, in my bedroom and then put the PS3 in the loft with the PS2. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, this is the first time where I've had zero reason to revisit the previous generation. Yeah. It's just so compatible with the 5. Yeah. Especially when you see those videos of the games that we've had on PlayStation Plus and they haven't worked. Mm. Like um, Just Cause 3 didn't work on the PS4, did it? And now it works solid 30 frames per second on the PS5. And you're like, I really wanted to play that, but now I can actually play it. <laughs> so I think I will revisit some of those PlayStation Plus games in the library. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely going to unwire my PlayStation 4. The only thing that it's got that I can't replicate is PT. Yes. So that's might, a very good point, yeah. I might give that a little go and then retire it. Yeah. Because PT's yeah. bloody good. I could never finish that. Didn't you? No. Th- I'm going to go back to it and do it again, though. I think I did. I'm going to go back to it and do it again. Remember, the very last bit where you're walking around and around the corridors and they're all like it's going really weird and psychedelic and red yeah I just got stuck there for ages that's where I got stuck and then I went and found a guide and I still couldn't do it yeah it took me ages I think I did do it because I remember seeing the or maybe I watched it online but the PlayStation Hills not PlayStation Silent Hills uh, trailer thing mm. but maybe I literally just watched that on YouTube I can't remember I'm going to actually you know what um Next time I meet up my friends, I'm going to um, probably be Christmas because you're allowed to, to mix households, then, aren't you? Three I'll, um, households. Get, yeah, I'll get PT out. Yeah. Because I've got them playing kitchen. And she shit her pants big time, man. <laughs> so I'll probably get to play PT. Yeah, PT. So it's 10 minutes. Just, it's just a walking scene. Mm. Just walk around this corridor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It's proper. Um, it's the scariest thing I think I've ever experienced. It's yeah, mad. they reckon it's true now. Don't they? they reckon he, Hideo is either working on Silent Hill or a new horror game for PlayStation Five. It'll be a new horror game. I don't think yeah. his his connection with Konami now is just too, too yeah. bad. Yeah, and it'd be better if it's something new anyway. Yeah, because the surprise has gone out of that now, hasn't it? Absolutely. It's it kind of. Because it's called Silent Hill and it's stuck in the village of Silent Hill. Yeah. And you can't really play with the geography of it too much. It's kind of, mm. you're kind of just in a rut. It needs a new, yeah. it needs switching up, a new horror game. Yeah. 
I wouldn't mind a Forbidden Siren game coming out again, but don't do that that kind of thing where you can see through their eyes. Just make it a bit more um, linear than that, like more survival horror than the way they previously did with different chapters and episodes and characters. I don't know what you're talking about, so let's move on. <laughs> oh, Forbidden Siren was that Sony Japan horror game. It was really good, but it was like got a bit boring after a while because it was constantly changing characters and stuff. It was good. What was that? PlayStation 3. PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3. Mm. Getting back some there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, no, no, I apologise. That was, was good knowledge. I've never <laughs> never tried those. Right, let's talk about uh, the film club before we pick our films for oh, yeah. our Christmas film club. We're going to do a Christmassy themed one because, you know, it yeah. is Christmas. Right. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Let's Bob? go par- Parasite first. Parasite, okay. Now, yeah, you had seen Parasite. before. Did you rewatch? I didn't get a chance to rewatch it because you know I've been really poor, not poorly, poor at watching the films the last couple of weeks, really bad. There's <laughs> so much football on, and I've started a new shift pattern at work, so I don't stop up as late. But I can remember it quite well, to be fair. But mm. you lead the way because I'll just say it from the off. I love that film, I think it's amazing. So. I just put my cards on the table straight from the off. <laughs> well, I I knew everyone loved it. Yeah, and sometimes knew, that affects you, doesn't it? It does. I had very high expectations. I think, and also because what I tend to do when everyone when something just gets such positivity, I think right, I'm not going to learn anything about this. I'm just going to watch it when I get the chance. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about it. The only things I knew was everyone loved it. It's South Korean, and it's um, oh, what's the third thing I knew? <laughs> is it Park Chan Wook? No, I didn't know. I don't. Oh. Know, I still don't know who he is. South Korean. Everyone loves it. It won the best film Oscar, uh, first foreign language film to do so. Yeah. But I also had some assumptions because I'd seen the cover, and I knew it was called Parasite, and I knew it was South Korean. I assumed yeah. it was a horror. Really? Yeah. Because I knew nothing about it other than the fact that people mm. loved it. So I went in thinking, ooh, scary. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's going to get scary soon. It's going to get scary soon. Oh, well, that's a bit a bit of a bore, isn't it, going in expecting that? Yeah. I mean, even when it wasn't, it clearly wasn't going to be scary, I wondered if it was going to switch it up and be- have a horror element. And the closest well, it came... Full spoilers, yeah. this is a film club we talk. Full spoilers, you'd need to watch the film before we talk about it, if you want to join in. Um, when they find the secret family uh, living downstairs, yeah, and they're in the house on their own, and the woman comes back, I'm like, okay, it's something's going to kick off here. And it didn't still, obviously, because it's not a horror. The closest yeah. it came was the climatic scene where the guy comes out from under the ground yeah. and the kid screams and then there's a couple of murders. Oh, you can just see his eyes like yeah. at the top of the stairs. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, quite, that was quite a nice little uh, horror yeah. scene that was. But yeah, um, is it, I think it's Paul Chambok who made that and I could, I could have pronounced that wrong, so sorry, sorry if I have, but I've seen a few of his films and they're kind of like, they are based in the genre, but they're kind of have another, they kind of jump genres at points, and like, he's not afraid 
to implement humour at any point in his film. <laughs> like you know, when you think something's going to kick off, he, he's not afraid to then just throw a joke in. Like yeah. you know, he has got a, a wacky sense of humour. I'd say because I've seen. I think he made like the host was it. Um, I think he made. I don't know if it was the Wailing or um, Memories of Murder, and that's quite a serious, like serial killer film. But there's still a lot of funny moments in it. Mm. But yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I loved the ending. Um, I think the biggest twist in it was the light switch. I think when you, when you get to the end, the light switch twist, where the guy's doing Morse code. Yeah, yeah. You realise oh, it's actually Morse code, and yeah, I like that. But I know it's not going to be. Well, it probably is a lot of people's cup of tea to be fair, going off what the money it's made. But um, <laughs> I just, I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's, it's it's character performances in a film like that, and it's all really well. They're they're all brilliant in it, and the music's great, and the way it's shot is fantastic. And yeah, just a really, really enjoyable film. I think. Well, I say enjoyable. I don't mean like the way it ends because that is quite horrible. But it's <laughs> a good watch. It's a very good watch. I think I would. Like to watch it again, yes, knowing that it isn't a horror because mm. that really yeah. just kept me sort of, yeah, it was a mismatch of expectation, yeah, to what I was watching, which was jarring a little bit. But yeah. I, I did, I did enjoy it, I thought it's a great story. I, yeah, it's hard to say you'd like the way it ended, but the ending was good, uh, yeah. well acted, brilliantly shot, great characters. All fantastic. I would, I would definitely recommend it, but I would stress it's not horror. <laughs> See, I never ever thought it was a horror. See, I instantly because the the cover it looks quite serious, and people have got yeah. their eyes blacked out. It's called Parasite. Yeah, I was thinking, and just because it's from South Korea, and if you hear of a film coming from South Korea, that's normally a horror, <laughs> isn't it? Well, well I normally think of like the Vengeance films, the Vengeance trilogy, and stuff like that. Like I always think of like like Kill List, that kind of film where it's kind of got a slow build-up and then it's going to be like this massive explosion of violence towards the end and mm. that's pretty much what happened, isn't it? It is it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, and then that's how I always imagine. It's like Audition does the same. Um, God, I think... Um, Old Boy has moments of violence, but the ending's really strong. Um, you know, oh, about Old Boy. Yeah. But yeah... Um, it's the, the end is really violent, isn't it? Really, but I just I, I think one of my favorite scenes in it was, was when the is it the kid says, uh, You smell the same, yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> to start, and then he goes, it, it kind of like flashes to their flat, and they're all washing the clothes in different detergents, yeah, and that's like quite humorous, but yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I did, mm, you can good. see why it's why it's like such a uh, kind of did so well. With the awards and stuff, what was it up against for best picture? Because it must have really done some. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was up for, against it, wasn't he? I haven't seen that. I can't pass comment. I haven't seen it yet either. Mm. I've got it. I haven't watched it yet. Where have you? You bought it and haven't seen it yet. Yeah, that's you know what I do, Ant. You know how I roll. <laughs> you won't watch it until it's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do. It's on Prime. It's on Prime. We're both in some Prime. It's not, is it? Uh, you. Well, what did you watch it on Prime? I haven't seen it. You were a bit parasitic, aren't you? No, you were saying it's up against um, made that American one. Oh, oh, isn't that on Prime now? Is on it? Time in Hollywood, I think it is, yeah. I haven't seen it. 
Yeah. I would like to watch that. I bet it's massively long, though, isn't it? I think it's close to three hours. Mm. But the Tarantino films usually just flow nicely, don't they? You kind of lose track of time, I find, with them. Not always. Mm. I'm a big fan. I, I mean, a lot of people hate the Hateful Eight, hate but I think the Hateful Eight's really, really good. No, it's not free. Pardon? It's not free. It's not free hours. No, it's not. It's not free. It's not on Prime. Oh, okay. Is Krampus free on Prime? Uh, Krampus. Have you seen that? I haven't. I have it recorded from a few years ago. Oh. Uh, rent or buy. Oh, no, hang on. Krampus Origins is free from no, 2018. That's no, no, that's a new one. The one that's just called Krampus from 2015 is not free. But there's Krampus Unleashed, Krampus Origins, Krampus The Reckoning, Night of the Krampus, which is 26 minutes long. don't know what that is. They're all free. Hmm. Need to find a film. I'm going to have to have a look in a minute, aren't I? You are going to have to have a look in a minute. A Christmas film. Yeah. I wonder if it won't be, because I've seen it advertised. <gasps> it is! What? Rare Exports is a, is on Prime. Oh, what a great film that is! Is that the? I don't think my daughter could watch that with me, could she? Is it too bad? Um, it's rated fifteen. Oh, I'm sure there's some really violent bits in there. There's All a lot of naked bits. old men at one point. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that. that. If you pick it or not, I'm still watching it. I watch it. I tried to watch it. That's every on Prime. Year. It's on Prime. Yeah. I'm gonna have a look on Prime in a second. Is it my turn to pick Prime or yours? Uh, it's my turn on Prime. It's your turn Netflix, on Prime. Isn't it? I'm on Netflix. Netflix has got loads of Christmas films as well. Any good ones, though? Anyway, let's talk about yeah. your Netflix pick for Film Club. Yeah. Which was Bob, Bob Lazar. Different... Lazar, that was it. Bob Lazar. That's what I'd say, yeah. You can start. I don't know what I thought of it, to be honest with you. At a point, I was really intrigued and interested. And then at other points, I was like, I felt like I was listening to a bunch of flat earthers. <laughs> like, I was thinking, what a load of bollocks. And then at other points, I was like, oh, he's got a point here. Like, do I believe, like, if mm. it's true and stuff. And then I just don't know. I don't know, like, I, I didn't think it was very well made. No. Um, I didn't think it kind of, the way it started was like a, a proper film. Like, how have they got this conversation? Is like, Mm, it felt almost like Blair Witchy at the start, you know, like that found footage stuff. Yeah. It felt like that, which obviously is a documentary, so it's going to feel like that. But I just, yeah, I think, I, like, overall, I think the guy was absolutely full of shit. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I came out of it more inclined to think he's a fucking wacko than he's telling the truth. I don't know about you. Like, when he said, I walked past the glass window and I just seen this lung ground is like well I ain't buying that because you probably wouldn't have got off sight if you'd have looked in a room you shouldn't have looked in they probably would have had you tied and bound to a chair well, he did just... say he doesn't think that was an alien yeah, he just he, glanced he, in yeah but he, he was changing his story like he was more scared and more scared as he went on I just maybe he did see stuff but he can't prove that none of it was experiment like he said the metals weren't from this world didn't they which are fair enough but, like, you can't prove that none of it wasn't experimental to R&D technology, whatever, by the military. And how, right, this is the thing I don't get. 
he applied for the job and then all of a sudden he applied for a certain role but they asked him for a different role and then he was just thrown in there and allowed to tap with these alien aircrafts like in his first week or two of the job did he say yeah something like that and I thought to myself, no, I buying that. I buying that at all because, like, the military got their own scientists and all this stuff. And I thought, <laughs> there's no way they wouldn't have had him, like, working somewhere for a couple of years until they believed he was, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. high security and that. I just thought, nah. And I'm not saying there isn't nothing going on because I'm a bit, I am one of these people who believes there has to be extraterrestrial life somewhere in the universe. Yeah. I totally believe in that. But. Nah, like when he's on about the scanner for the bones, mm. and then he found the pictures. Like, oh my god, I never thought to see one of these again. I was like, well, did he even describe it that well in the first place? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> How did you feel about it? Uh, when it started, there was so that I don't feel like they had a lot of footage. Yeah, there was so yeah. much. There was like big pauses where they showed loads of old fifties footage of aliens. Yeah, like, and the, the, the narrator, uh, Mickey Rourke, I yeah. don't know what the fuck he was... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for swearing. Like, about? Yeah, he just kept coming out, like, quoting, like... Yeah, quoting who? Like, he, like, he was poets or something, like, wasn't it? I think, like, at one point, I, I could be completely wrong, but I thought he poted, quoted, like, Edgar Allan Poe at one point or something like that. I was like, I don't get this, why he's doing, making all these quotes. If, it's only got, if you've only got 50 minutes worth of footage, make it a 50-minute documentary, don't fill it. Yeah, the padding was ridiculous. Yeah. And they cut to that bloke with the swept back hair and the beard talking on his phone. Yeah. It's like, we haven't said who this guy is or what he's... He was the one who documented it all, wasn't he? So he was like the filmmaker, but... Yeah, but you had to kind of piece that together. Yeah. He didn't introduce himself, or he seemed to be aware of the cameras. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the first thing they tried to make a point of was that if Bob Lazar had never come out with this information... He'd be dead now. He did it to protect himself. I'm like, yeah, but I still think the government would have got him somewhere or another. Like, if they really wanted to, to shut him up. And he's, he's doing interviews again. I'm like, no, I'm not buying it. Not really buying it. They would have made his life hell. But he looked like he had a pretty good job, a nice house. Well, his his pretty good job, I think, was just making fireworks. It turned out at the end of the documentary, wasn't no, it? No, he said that was a hobby, didn't he? I think he worked in a chemist or something. Well, he, I'm sure he said he'd been making fireworks. Oh, for, did for fun for a little while and professionally for 20 years. There's probably is big money in that, to be fair. There probably is, but, I mean, if you've been working on alien technology, surely you'd have just found another amazing job. Yeah, yeah. Although maybe he's, like, blackballed or, like, they think he's a yeah, crackpot. Yeah, possibly. Well, that's it, isn't it? People probably did think he was a crackpot. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but... For me, there was nowhere near enough like info there for me to. I, I'm more inclined to believe it happened watching like a drama series like Project Blue Book <laughs> than I am. <laughs> than I am that. The thing, the thing was, he didn't seem like a crackpot. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't come across like a crackpot at all. No. But I still yeah. found it really hard to buy into it. Mm. The thing is. The annoying thing is, because you can't just like one or the other fully, because there were loads of weird things. Like, why yeah. did the FBI and all these other people raid him Yeah, for old records of someone, of an old client, which yeah. doesn't sound like it was, unless that client was... No, because they still wouldn't need to take all the guns in to raid him for bits of paper. Yeah. That didn't make any sense. I think possibly... 
he worked there and he pinched some military something mili- from the military you know like I don't know possibly this is just my thoughts on it and he came out about it saying all this alien stuff so he could protect himself that way Maybe. that's why I reckon there's raiding him to try and find see if he still had this item that he pinched Maybe. Maybe he came out because really he was like, it was espionage. Maybe, you know, you don't know, do you? He could have been working for the Russians <laughs> or the Chinese. You don't know, though, do you? You really don't know. That, that kind of stuff definitely happens mm. 100%. But I'm not saying he was doing that. But I just I just find it hard to believe that he worked at Area 51 and he's telling, well, then again, the American government might think, well, no one's going to believe him. Well, that's the Let thing, isn't it? it? it cut, the, the thing that makes him suspicious is when the FBI raided him. If they hadn't yeah. raided him and they paid him no yeah. attention, he'd be less credible. Yeah. But when they do things like that, or if they kill him, yeah, it kind of... Maybe because he was clever, he came out and said, I don't really want to yeah. talk about it, but this is my insurance policy. That's kind of believable, because if they bunk him off, bump him off, yeah, it kind of lends... Credibility, uh, credibi- to yeah, credibility to a story. Yeah, credibility to a story. Yeah, there is that, but then I'm just like, yeah, if the, if it was true, they would have just kept him quiet somewhere anyway. And obviously, it, I, I suppose he did keep quiet to an extent. But um, I just think they could have, if the if the because well, it's a documentary. It's like Stephen Avery, the first. Now I love making the murder, but it is very one sided. Mm. For all we know, there could have been an actual warrant for that raid. What they were looking for. Uh, but the documentarian never told us because they didn't, did they? They didn't no. tell you what the warrant was for. They just said they, they raided him. But there could have been, they could, for all we know, that warrant could have said it could have been because of his his fire um, works making. Maybe he was he didn't have a license, or maybe they believed he was making bombs at home. You know what I mean? It could, yeah. The bomb thing could have been a better angle. Yeah. So but that would explain know, the FBI. Could have had a warrant for that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's isn't it federal. <laughs> Certain crimes are classed as federal crimes, aren't they? Yeah, and it's not unheard of for American forces to go in a bit heavy-handed. <laughs> no, of course not. Jeez, no. I'm not saying he's not legit, but the way I look at it is it was interesting and it could have been a really good documentary if it was made, but I, but I just think that I don't mean it in a disrespectful way because the guy's obviously qualified but I didn't think it was interesting it just uh, it bored me it was too long it just didn't get to the point it was beating around the bush it was constantly asking the same questions and mm. Bob Lazar was repeating the same lines four, five, six, tenfold and it was just boring oh my god there's one bit where I'm sure they showed the same clip yeah they edited together like the conversation and they showed the same bit twice in the same sequence yeah it's like god you really haven't got much to work with here I think you no. set out with the point to make this documentary didn't get everything he needed. Or did, yeah, he thought there was more to it than what he, he yeah. actually got. And he's like, right, well, I've got to, got to make at least an hour out of this. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't have to be like that, does it? No. If it's short, make it short and interesting. Yeah. And stick it on YouTube. If it's if it's that low budget, stick it on YouTube. Yeah. It'll probably get more shares and clicks and stuff mm-hmm. from all the conspiracy nuts. I don't know. So what we're saying. Uh, thumbs down for me. Thumbs down, yeah. yeah. It's got to be I don't mind that if I pick a dud, I pick a dud, though. But <laughs> I, I, I got recommended it from a lad at work. Um, it was a bit of a nutcrop pot, to be honest with you. But I, I did expect it to be more interesting than that when he told me about the hand. Because he told me it was the hand scanner, fingerprint scanner. So mm. I was like, whoa, 
so they've had that technology for years and years and years. And then I was like, yeah, this can, this can be interesting. And then it turned out to be like a bone reader. And I thought, well, that's bollocks anyway, because there's got to be more than, there could be loads of people on the planet with the same size bones in their hands. <laughs> it's not like your DNA, which is completely, you know, like individual, is it? Yeah. You, there's a chance, man, you could have size eight feet, the same size toes or fingers. <laughs> there is no other. Yeah, there is. So that was just like, yeah, I'm not really, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's a thumbs down for me, thumbs big down. time. Parasite, thumbs up. That could be the worst film, worst thing we've seen this year. I don't know what to, if we've got a category for worst film, but that could be in there. Mm, I can't remember. I don't, what did we give a thumbs down to last time? Another pick. We went on a little bad patch, didn't we? Only a couple of films. We've never had two bad picks in one club, one viewing. No. Did you like Hard Candy? I can't remember if you gave it a thumbs down. I wasn't that impressed with Hard Candy. Yeah. Right there. I can't remember. Anyway. <sighs> right. I'll cut all that out. We've just picked our films. <laughs> Dave is very disappointed, but he's gone with an absolute banger. Reveal it, Dave. Rare Exports. Rare Exports. Um, Experts, rare exports, Amazon Prime. I can't wait to watch this again. I can tell you. What did you say? Rare exports. What was the second bit? A a Christmas tale. That's it, a Christmas tale. So, yeah. Which I don't remember being a tagline for it before. Mm, I couldn't tell you. I've always known it as rare exports. I wonder if they've added that on to get a bit of traction at Christmas. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, I can tell you already that's a banger. (laughs) that's a banger baby it's an absolute Uh, banger right (laughs) and I've picked a film that Dave wanted to pick but he couldn't find it on Prime The Krampus it's on Netflix Dave yes brilliant I'll watch it with as well (laughs) oh my god Dave you're going to destroy your child (laughs) Uh, yeah The Krampus I've never watched it I've recorded it a few years ago and it's still on my box upstairs but I've never got around to it I will watch it for yeah. our recording in a couple of Wednesday's times. Okie doke. Right, so that's our picks. Rev Exports on Amazon Prime, A Christmas Tale. Horror. It horror. Is, it's kind movies. of horror. Is it, would you say it's horror? They are the Christmas horror movie, mate. <laughs> Krampus, definitely. Rare Exports is. Come on, isn't that the ending where that <laughs> huge, <laughs> huge dildo? <laughs> <laughs> Got it's the scariest uh, dildo you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, so I'm not sure it's horror, but anyway, it's not it a run-of-the-mill Christmas film anyway, and it's an absolute brilliant film. And Krampus, which I've never seen, looking forward to seeing. There are two picks, The Krampus on Netflix and Amazon Prime, Rare Exports, A Christmas yeah. Tale. Merry fucking Christmas. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they are good films. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah, so that's it. We will wrap there. Oh, actually, you've just said you're going to let your little girl watch both these films. Are you I'll serious see. about Krampus? Uh, yeah, well, Krampus isn't really nasty. It's quite funny. I mean, it's horror, but it's quite funny at times. Oh, Krampus is the, probably the one that she could watch out of those two, to be fair. Isn't, no, is she, how is she going to cope with the Rare Exports? Because that is subtitled. Oh, yeah, she won't watch that then. No, she won't okay. be able to watch her. 
I think I've just saved her an experience there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she won't watch that. I forgot about that. Um, what I was going to say is I've been playing a game, courtesy of you, family and friends, on uh, Apple Arcade. Yeah. Called Jenny LeClue. Oh, God, I started that, and then I had my iPad died. Uh, brilliant intro. It's really good. Um, yeah, I've been, I, I haven't been playing it. I've been playing it alongside Nor. Yeah. Who has been playing it, and she is loving it. We only play a little snippet, half hour at a time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really good, and I was going to suggest you play it with your little girl. I think I'll do that then. I'll restart it and start it with Vivi. Yeah. Just give her the pad and let her, let her do it. Because it, it, you would just... I think you'd get bored. There's no pushback for a grown-up. It's so simple. No. Yeah. But to watch Nora play it, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm experiencing it almost at her level. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's like a point-and-click, but for kids. Yeah. It's really good. I'm really enjoying playing it with her. Good um, but just to, just to give you some sort of context of, of Nora's scare level, there are yeah. bits in this game that really scare her. Really? Just bear that in mind when you play it with Evie. Yeah. Because she will not bat an eyelid, I'm sure, based on her watching some of the stuff you let her watch. Uh, I need to ramp up the scares for Nor. Toughen her up. I'm probably a bad parent, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) No, if she can take it, that's great. But I think if I let Nor watch some of the things that you've let Evie watch, she'd be scarred for life. Yeah. You must have been gently introducing these things at a nice level. She won't, she won't watch anything. Like, I won't put her through, like, the grind ad, you know what I mean? But, like, I do let her watch something that, you know, a bit creepy. Mm. Like, I'll, I'll let her try it. But she does get scared. Yeah. But, like, I was saying the other day, why do you want to... She said to me the other day, why is it you watch so much horror films? Because I was watching something and she came in and I paused it. I said, you've got to go out the room because, obviously... She was mm. meant to be in bed, but she just came downstairs. And um, I said, you're going to go to the room. She says, why do you watch scary films all the time? I said, because the best films to watch are films that make you laugh, films that make you feel scared. Those are the two two of the best feelings you can get in life, isn't it? Like, mm. So she understands that now. And I think that's why she's started pushing herself a bit more, like, with what mm. she'll try. Well, anything that just evokes a strong emotion. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I can see that... Um, I, d- I used to purposefully avoid sad films, but I don't know. I kind of embrace them. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Anything that's going to make me cry, I'll watch. <laughs> yeah. E.T. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> I've not watched yeah, that in years, but yeah. I want to watch... Um, I've kind of just missed the perfect time to watch it, but I want to watch um, Coco again. That made me cry. Oh, God, that film is heartbreaking. It's so good. I love yeah. that film so much. Mama Coco? The end of... <laughs> oh, my God. That might be my favourite Pixar now. Mm, it's close. Inside Out really does pull the heartstrings. Uh, that didn't do much for me. I liked it, but it didn't get me the way it gets you. Yeah, I get what you mean. I love Toy Story 4 didn't get me at all. Not a tiny bit. Toy Story 4? Mm. Well, it got me a little bit. Not nah, as much as three. Three. Oh my god! I was Jesus. <laughs> Before no, the speech at the end was quite nice from the part ways, but it's interrupted quickly by Forking pissing about on the block. Oh, did you not like four? It was all, I watched it. I've seen it about three times now. See if he puts it on, loves it. But 
Falk is brilliant, isn't he? But it's it, I don't say by the numbers Pixar because Pixar are bloody brilliant, but it, I don't think it quite had that Pixar magic. I think three was satisfactory. I think four was you know only kind of you met one too many. <laughs> oh, do you think? Yeah, I think you know when you make like some films make a trilogy and you think oh god they kind of like went too far like they should have left it at two even but they knew they had to make a third to wrap it up or mm. bring the cash in and I think I'm not saying it's a bad film but it it doesn't bring nothing to it and, it, and like to say it wraps up the story well three wraps up the story perfectly for me mm. and I didn't think there was that need to go with four the way they did like oh what he's going to go off and start saving toys or whatever you know, no they didn't need they didn't need to split up the gang they could just left the gang it was happy ending it didn't add nothing to this franchise for me at all I really liked four I like all of them I can't really pick a favourite I think they're oh. all on the same level I think three three is probably more easily my favourite mm. They're all special, apart from four. I don't think four is very special. I think it's like one, two, and three are amazing films. Four's good, but it didn't really draw any emotion out of me. Like number three just had me in bits. <laughs> that is a hard film. Yeah. Have you seen all the shorts? The Pixar shorts. The the Toy Story specifically ones. Um, I couldn't tell you. I might have. Because mm. all that sort of stuff's on. Disney Plus I've been working my way through the shorts yeah they're really good is that the bits that they have in the outtakes and the credits and stuff no no little short films oh I don't think I've seen those like 10 20 minute long like almost like an episode of Toy Story yeah they're they're good oh I haven't seen them then yeah I've watched one um, where the little girl Bonnie takes the toys to a friend's house and he's like a gamer and he's just abandoned his toys and then yeah. they both sort of put VR headsets on and the toys have this uh, thing where her toys meet his toys and his toys don't really know their toys because they've never been played with. Oh, yeah. And they're like proper boy toys. They're like um, stereotypical action, action men and dinosaur warriors. Yeah. Yeah, so they meet uh, Rex and the pink Triceratops, whose name yeah. I forget. And they're like just the clash of worlds. It's really good. I'll have to look, well, maybe I'll see it on if I get Disney Plus for a month. I'll probably get yeah. that free trial. <laughs> yeah, you would burn through those quickly. Yeah. <laughs> those little episodes. It's good, Disney Plus. I know you, your kids might get more out of it than you. I don't think they would watch it, though. I don't think they would. They've got the Marvel stuff on there. They're not really... To be honest with you, they're not... Not big on Marvel. watch superhero films if I put one on, but they don't ask to watch it. They're not like... Oh, can we watch Iron Man? Oh, can we watch... If it's on Sky Movies, I'll put it on and watch it for a bit, but they're not big into superheroes like that. Mm. I like Batman. I suppose they like what I like. Mm. Uh, but... And, like, maybe Superman, but they're not like, oh, Avengers. Mm. They're quoted sometimes when it's on um, Fortnite, but they don't like... They're not big, like, superhero fans by any means. Mm. No. Not really. It doesn't. It doesn't. The only thing, other thing I'd like to watch on Disney Plus is the original X Men cartoons. Oh yeah, I've never really dived into the cartoon side. Yeah, I used to watch them when I was a kid, but I can't remember them that well. But they're brilliant. I, I remember them being brilliant back then. I should say. Mm, yeah, <laughs> whether they've held up is another question. 
Yeah, yeah. It's just it's not that I hate Disney. I, I, I'm not a big fan of the company. They do mm. make good content, but I've got so much of it on on disc and Blu-rays and yeah. DVDs and stuff that I don't feel the need to pay for something when I can to watch it when I've got a lot of it. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. If you like, we have a big collection of that stuff. Yeah, I think I've got nearly all the Pixar stuff. Yeah, up to Toy Story three. Mm, the same as me, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've got anything after that. I think yeah. the only one I haven't bought is Good Dinosaur, but I wasn't a big fan of that, and then I watched it again about a year ago after you said, no, you really loved it, and watched it again, and I thought, you know what, this is a really good film. Well, no, I didn't really love it, nor really loved it. Oh, I was thought it, it was a bit of a miss for a Pixar film. Yeah, I love the ending, though, I do. I think the ending's brilliant. Yeah. The ending, and the, there are just there are scenes that are good, but on the whole, yes. it's just yeah, too much true. of a downer. Yeah, but it was. It had a really bad production, didn't it? That as well. Yeah, so troubled. Change the director. Yeah, <laughs> trouble. That's the word. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, let's wrap it there. A little bit a of bit... extra chat there after the film <laughs> club. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, catch you next time. This. Uh, just a reminder of the films to watch if you're making notes Rare Experts on Prime Krampus on Netflix they're your homework we'll get another episode up before Christmas uh, and then after Christmas we'll probably do our awards which we need to think about I suppose <laughs> our <laughs> film awards and then we'll start a new film club and build up a new catalogue of films right that's it okie doke bye see you later <laughs> Did you see the Mario world in Japan? Oh, my God, Dave. Yeah, I thought you'd probably have wet your pants. It's out four days before my birthday. If I had the cash, (laughs) I'd be there. I know. (laughs) If I win the lottery, I'll send you the check to go. Oh, amazing.